When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dude, I love hammer-ons, Doug. Hammer me right on. Oh, Hammer-ons and pull-offs, that's what it's all about. And drones, mm. you got to have drones. Yes. you got a drone on that chord that every song has. Yep, that one. Okay, hello, everybody. Welcome, Stoppies, to another episode of Make It Stop, Bad Music. Good times. And uh, we're here, uh, we are in the 11th grade, and we're going to tell you how much smarter we are than all of you this week. I was, I was already done with this band by 11th grade. <laughs> oh no, neither of us were into this band, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I was into this band, yeah. I'll, we'll get into it. By the, way, okay. by the way, my name is Mike Dunn. Oh yeah, and I'm Heather Mack. And uh, here with us today to uh, talk about... Uh, the band and the album we're discussing today, which is Tool's 10,000 Lifetimes. Um, <laughs> we have Jenner Barrington Ward on the show today. Hooray! Hello, Jenner. Hey, how you doing? Thank you so much for being on the show. And mm -hmm. uh, Jenner, just to, to give you some introduction before we start ripping Tool apart, um, <laughs> Jenner is uh, the executive director of the Coalition of Modern Artists and uh, a radio DJ and producer with Radio Coma um, and knew my mom way back in the radio days, which is <laughs> how we reconnected. Um, she's also an amazing uh, performer, musician, uh, Crushed Velvet, just played the Foundation Room. Uh, big event with Jill Scott, you know, basically, mm. basically open for Jill Scott, you know, no big deal, <laughs> pretty much. Um, and uh, is a general all around badass, and I think a pretty perfect foil to Maynard James Keenan. <laughs> <laughs> um, why? So you were like really ready to come on and talk about how much you hated Tool. Tell tell us about the depth of your hate. Well, well first, I have to say, as a musician, that. I, I do respect the fact that they're getting out there and doing it, because I always have to say that, you know what I mean? And they're making their <laughs> right. do, do you have to say that? I don't well, know. Well, I have to say that otherwise I feel bad. Uh, but really, I've hated Tool for a really, really long time. And yeah. uh, you're just so fucking obnoxious. Right? Yeah. And I, you know, and it, there's no reason to be. But also, right. you know, musically, I don't have a problem. Well, yeah, I do. But, you know, I saw him in concert once, and he was such a little shit. Right. You know, and yes. I just, it's just the arrogance that bothers me, you know? So yeah. I guess it, we'll take this opportunity real quick before we go any further. I want to 
say to anyone listening, maybe any first-time listeners of the show, maybe found us through the Pantheon feed, uh, if you are a Tool fan and if you are the type of Tool fan, you know, this who is a content warning. If, you, <laughs> if you're the type of Tool fan who gets upset when people say mean things about Tool on the internet, if you're someone who feels like you have to respond, <laughs> if someone makes a meme... Like, just poking fun at Tool. Like, just stop listening now. Just you really stop. don't need to do this to yourself. Yeah. We're going to say very mean things about Tool. Yeah, and it's, about Tool fans and about, you know, the culture that allowed Tool to yes, fester yes. for so long inside of our collective imaginations. So, like, this is fair warning. You can yeah. stop now. Otherwise, like, you know what you're in for. Yeah. And, and we're like, going to mean it, too. We are going to mean it. it. Yeah. So, okay. So what about you, Mike? Because you were saying that you liked Tool at one point. So why don't you tell me about that? Because I fucking didn't. All right. Yeah. I mean, I was, look, I was young. I was dumb. You are full of cum. I, was, <laughs> I think when I first got into Tool, I was not even yet full of cum. Oh, wow. I, oh, wow. I got into Tool in, like, fifth grade. Uh-huh. Um, like, I, I was, at the time, was already into... Uh, actually, I was really into like Prodigy. I oh, think yeah? that Prodigy I was like obsessed was with Prodigy, and I kind of liked like their like dark like aesthetic and like sort of I don't know. I started I found a website that was like a like compendium like a Web 1.0 website with like you know just Times New Roman red text on a black background <laughs> that was just like a very complex like detailed <laughs> compendium of all things Tool. Oh man! And like getting it as a fifth grader, getting into like that mythology, and then like just feeling like oh here's this music that's like a little more adult, you know, a little bit more right. Uh, wow, it kind of grabbed so me. True. Wow. Um, which These lyrics are like what fourteen year olds think being an adult is like. Yeah, yeah. And doing drugs. <laughs> and I think I liked them up until probably about like ninth grade when I got more into punk. I just kind of fell off. But I do remember being in, I think, eighth grade when Lateralis came out and like riding my bike to the record store to buy it on the day that it came out. Wow. And, like, How old were you then? I was 13. Wow. Um, yeah. So like I was, I and you know, and I want to say before we really start ripping this band apart, like I do want to say like I do kind of get it. Yeah. I kind of get yeah. it. Like Tool, there are things about Tool that are, that, you know, I can see appreciating. For me, um, there's two things about Tool that really drives me away. And I have tried, like, since, you know, I stopped listening to Tool. Like, I've tried a couple times to, to dive back in and see if I can, like, be down with it. Because I remember right. liking them when I was young. And I can't. And I feel like the barrier, there's a couple bar- major barriers to entry. And the first one is that, like, nothing else sounds like Tool. I don't think there's really any other band that does what they do. Thank God. Um, Thank God. And, but what that sound is, is it's this, like, very, like, dark, uh, foreboding like occult like oppressive like yeah. you know vortex that's built around like arpeggios and fucking Fibonacci sequences yes. yeah and yes. it's very and it feels like like it's like listening it sounds like what the inside of the spaceship from aliens looks like it feels oh, like wow. it, it feels like some <laughs> alien uh, you know experimentation going on in your brain and it's yeah. a, it's a they create this world and it's a world I don't want to be in it makes me yes. uncomfortable yeah, that, it makes me like it's a, I feel this great sense of relief when I stop listening to Tool <laughs> when I yeah my first note about this album and, and I, I want to let you have your second point but I know what the second point is I'm sure um, it's that if it feels like if if you want music to feel like you're doing math to enjoy it, then this <laughs> oh is my God, that's so true. what you listen yeah. to. Like, but it's cerebral, we'll you, say. Ugh, yeah, uh, gross. But yeah, my second point is that because they're so devoted to this very specific sound 
Every Tool song just sounds like a continuation of a previous Tool song. Every song seems to be in the same key. They're hitting the same sort of notes, like like actual notes on the, the fretboards and also just like the same thematic notes and the same like feelings. Yes. And it just, it's, I, uh, A, it makes me feel uncomfortable and B, it makes me very bored. Very bored. But bored. I, you know, if you like it, I I sort of get it. There's worse. I was gonna say the sec. I thought the the second point, and clearly the third point, and the mm-hmm. reason why you can't be into Tool is because of Tool fans, dude. Like, let's yeah. be real. Because that was my experience with Tool was just my proximity to a douchebag in my high school who wore a Tool shirt every single fucking day to the point he was in my phone as Tool Eric because okay. <laughs> he literally was such a Tool that he he would pick me up and drive me anywhere and I never fucked him. Wow, so the point wow. is is that he sucked. Uh, he was really dumb and he thought he was really deep and, and, and you know, introspective and, and cerebral, shall cerebral, we say. Cerebral, yeah. Yes. Um, for like, you know, smoking clove cigarettes and fucking having his mom's car and listening to Tool. And it yeah. was unbearable. And I had to listen to it on those rides from one cool place to another cool place that he didn't come with me for. <laughs> wow. This is, yeah, this, I come from punk. I started off as a punk bassist, right? And I remember, you know, one of my kids' friends listening to Tool and me taking my son aside I go that's not good music <laughs> and, Tool, and Tool fans it's time for bad. us to have a talk yeah yeah. anything else I don't give a shit but just not this and I draw the line here okay so you said that he was a douchebag in concert and that's what like set you off yeah because I can tell me about the concert to, I, it was one of the worst concerts of my life I was in a, a packed auditorium and I, I want to say it was Worcester but I could be wrong it was someplace like sounds that. about that right <laughs> yeah and uh, I was just surrounded by uh, and I went with a friend of mine who was a you know was, was a, I mean we weren't in a band but and I'm sure I wasn't fucking him either but for some reason I decided to go to this concert with him even though I was kind of like well, I liked Prodigy and so yeah. I kind of thought was Prodigy like the like gateway drug to <laughs> For me, it was. I, I mean, don't know. Prodigy <laughs> is so much cooler, though. It's yeah. like objectively cooler. Yeah. Well, but, they both had cool music videos. That's one right. thing I will give Tool from yes. okay, that's now it. to forever is yes. that they have dope music videos. Absolutely, absolutely. Adam Jones, the guitarist, is a is a very good visual artist, and yeah, he makes yeah, these yeah. these these very disturbing alien. It's, it's these weird alien music You're videos. You're absolutely right. But when you go see them in concert, and it's like an angry little man having a fit. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and there were all these angry little men around me having fits you know? <laughs> and I was just like get me the fuck out of here but I couldn't and I was stuck for what seemed like you know two and a half sweaty hours with a bunch of angry <laughs> leprechauns jumping up and down to the same fucking song you know and I just do they do jump it. at a yeah, tool well, no they do that they do that thing okay yeah but then they do this weird thing that they all do and then he does that little thing little prancing thing yeah he um I saw Tool briefly at Boston Calling in 2017. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. This was its Thin Blue Line shit. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I watched the first three, like, I watched, like, the first four songs of their set. Um, but I left early. Like, I was, like, trying to go into open-minded. Like, it was one of those times where I was like, I haven't listened to Tool in a long time. You know, maybe I hear they're good live. Like, maybe this will be, even though it's a band I don't like, it'll be something I appreciate. Like mm-hmm. One of their many similarities to Fish is that people are oh, like, God. well, you just got to see them live. You just got to see them live. But I'll talk more about their similarities to Fish. Yeah, nobody needs to see Fish a lot. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so after they played, they played, like, three songs off Lateralis. I was like, whatever. Maynard was wearing SWAT, like, a Riot, oh riot gear. Yeah. 
yeah. with the Starbucks logo on it. Uh, and he was like doing he 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 was doing this weird um, these weird stances. It looked like he was like on a surfboard the whole time. And then after they played the third song, which I think was either Lateralis or Schism, um, he was like that's or maybe it was Parabola. Who knows? Who Whatever. cares? He was like that song goes out to the men and women of uh, military and law enforcement. <laughs> And, well, and this was like and, a couple months after Trump. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like, <laughs> out there talking about the brave men. There's been all this talk about police brutality yeah. or something, but you got to understand, we're all in this together, dum dums. Get, like, get over it, snowflakes. They literally call us dum dums oh and snowflakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the hallowed grounds of City Hall Plaza, where uh, Boston PD just this past weekend decided to uh, fucking baton and pepper spray nonviolent protesters at the fucking Nazi uh, whatever parade. parade. The yeah, yeah, the insult parade. Yeah. The insults on parade. This, yeah. this was actually at Harvard Athletic, but I think the point stands. The point like, stands. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was whatever. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, I think I also saw Tool at like Lollapalooza, and it was like we were there for like 10 minutes, and it was like probably halfway through one song, and we were like, well, time to go fucking do anything else. Yeah. Like, see yeah. you later. I left three songs in. I'm like, you know what? This isn't Fuck for me. These Tool's guys. definitely the type of band where like, you it, like because it's the same song over and over again. Like you know, if you like when this new Tool album came out, which we almost oh, yeah. reviewed instead of Ten Thousand Days. Right. This new album, Fear Inoculum, came out, uh, and I was like, I listened to the first few songs off of it because I was try- kind of trying to see like maybe we should do that one instead. Um, I do still think Ten Thousand Days is like you know a, like worse overall, um, just because. Uh, I feel like Fear Inoculum is like bad in all the all the like quintessential tool ways. Like, right. and this one's just just after a certain point, it's not even bad in tool ways. It's just a boring album. Like, they're not even doing like cool tool stuff. They don't have dope drum solos or anything. Like, yeah. it's just it's like Endless. at a certain point they stop doing songs for for like forty or fifty minutes. It's impossible to stay awake during yeah, this no, it's album. Um, you, you can't do it. But I was listening to Fear Inoculum and I was like. Uh, I listened to like two songs and I was and I was trying to again go in the open mind and I was like I don't know what I expected I don't know why I should expect anything other than it sounding exactly like what Tool sounds like all the time. God, yes, a self indulgent funeral march like to a and then like and then huge swaths of nothing of just complete nothingness after the you know after after like you get a few like hard bass slaps and then Danny Carey like he's a good drummer like so the you know but some it's a lot of it is often like overly technical to the point where you can't actually it's you know physically impossible to like enjoy it (laughs) it's like it's like meant to think about (laughs) and then like why though you know you're a Heavy metal band. Are they? But are you? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't come on. Call them I, that. I would not call them heavy metal. I no. would call them metal isk. <laughs> they're uh, they're progressive, they're prog- prog- progressive hard rock, metal. I guess. You know what I mean? I, I mean Whatever I, yeah. that is. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's a fake thing. They don't, it's all fake. Uh, they're progressive metal, but they lack like the variety of prog rock and the like urgency of metal and it yeah. just ends up just being kind of a slog you know a, it's a like, sad rush well, you, know, <laughs> you know what it sounds like to me it sounds like musical masturbation like right it's just getting well, off on himself and knowing that people are going to listen to his fans are going to love it no matter what right well and that is another big uh one of the big overlaps between this and like jam music honestly it's right. it's that very similar it's these rambling noodling and pretentious and over the top and like goes nowhere it definitely sounds like a moody jam band uh for sure 
It just I just don't know how you can have respect for your fans. Honestly. And waste their time. This yeah, <laughs> because like yeah. there's like the lyrics were just not I mean Yeah. There's some bad you, lyrics. How can you listen to that and have respect for your that band and you know and, and back and forth I mean I don't know I but. and not just respect but like worship the ground that they walk well, on you know, like the those, Tool fans are extremely fucking into it it's true but I will say though this is the one album 10,000 Days that like even Tool fans are like ah, oh, really? I don't know yeah like this is the one like I know I, I work with a couple guys who are Tool fans and like I was talking to them about Fear Inoculum when it came out and they were both of them, like, just kind of offhand would be like, you know, I, I love Tool, blah, blah, blah. I don't really, 10,000 Days is pretty whatever, but I like Tool. Oh, okay. Uh, and, like, like this one is, like, especially boring. This one is especially obtuse. It's conceptual to the point where, like, they they felt like they didn't need to follow the conventions of, of songwriting to a point where, which you don't get on their other albums. Like, you know, I don't like Tool, but I can understand, like, Anima or Lateralis. Like, those albums are long and they sound like Tool, but they have songs on them. Right. They have songs with like, you know, structure and with with riffs and with interesting things going on. But I'm sure that any Tool fan would tell you that you just weren't listening hard enough for the subtext for the minute. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Come on. They're so, no, like uh, Tool fans are notoriously delusional. Like that that is is why. They feel that way about Rosetta Stoned. Like, Oh my God, dude. Uh, Oh my God. But you know, going back to conceptional things, see, I don't even think it's highly conceived. I think it's all bullshit. Yeah. Famously, he got a lot of backlash for, uh, he was like po- tweeted like someone asked me if my my, my wine was vegan because he oh owns God. a winery. Oh, yes. So we need to get into. He was like, like someone asked me if my wine was vegan, and I in horror I realized that it, it is. So <laughs> oh uh, let's fix that. Oh and it was a God. picture of him like putting strips of bacon into his uh, oh vat God. of wine. This is the fucking kind of douchebag who named his fucking vineyard Merkin oh, Vineyard. That's right. that's right. Which is literally a pubic wig. Yeah. And he did that on purpose. That's yeah. like the funny joke. Oh, isn't it so funny that I'm like rich off of wine and like this like cult of personality that I've cultivated over all these years. And and he is the most sanctimonious, oh, like up on his own bullshit. I was finding all sorts of weird like news columns that he had written. Yep. And he absolutely wants to be like a Hunter S. Thompson. He wants yeah, to yeah, like yeah. occupy. He thinks he's like one of those this acid. Gonzo like, cool. acid. Yes, yeah. dude. Like it completely on his fucking high high ass horse and he kind of is you know like uh yeah the guys i work with who like joe rogan they're they're burning man guys and you know like the burners love tool uh friggin i don't know i've done a lot of drugs and i don't love tool (laughs) no but you know it's not drugs well he wants definitely a drug band all their art is by alex gray i know who God, stop! If you don't know who Alex Gray is, he's the guy who paints all those paintings. Oh of, my God! Of nude bodies with, uh, <laughs> but with, it's spiritual. Yeah, with a uh, yeah, with their skin with their off. skin peeled off, and, and they're all they all have little like rainbows, electric light beams coming out of all of their joints, and like rainbow eyes, like yeah. all through their circulatory yeah. system. Because guess what? 
Alex Gray has smoked DMT, and wow. so has Maynard James Keenan, oh, wow. I'm wow. sure. And they really want you to know it. This this album could just be renamed 10,000 Searches on Arrowwood, because it's <laughs> hey, like a fucking my, yeah. stupid trip report. And and just like a trip report, it's all just like fucking shit that you write down when you're super, super, super fucking high, and you think it's genius. You're like, oh my god, I'm taking acid for the first time. Capitalism is a lie! <laughs> like, you know, you know? that makes, actually makes sense. Right. And you just think you're so fucking brilliant, and then you right. read it back in the light of day and if you are a human being with an ounce of shame you would be like oh my god this is so embarrassing wouldn't want anybody to see this and then like he's like actually I'm gonna make it into a 12 minute fucking opus like I I, I it, yeah. mm. and 12 wow. minute opuses really are the name of the game this is a 75 minute long album right oh Something yes like that I will say uh, that there's an incredible article that was published in the Atlantic recently about oh my Tool. god uh, the, oh, and I yeah. feel like this album, or this album, this article uh, really just exemplifies like what you were talking about, Heather, about Tool fans. Yes. And the way. I have another amazing they, article that I want to read about Tool fans <laughs> after this. The way that they elevate Tool just upon this insane pedestal. Uh, the way they talk about them is totally, like, makes no sense when you actually hear the music, you know? If you hear the wine being poured, let me assure you that it is not Maynard James Keenan wine. So, no, so let me read for you some choice quotes from this article. The article is called The Persistent Complexity of Tool, Ugh, and it's by James Parker. It was published August 24th, 2019, right before Fear Inoculum came out. To hear a Tool song for the first time, said Henry James last night in my dream, is an impossibility. Phantasmal master, I think I know what you mean. Tool music with its long magisterial patterns and ever-tightening curves, its helical risings and its Is this his boyfriend or something? Its floating grids of chug and its steppings off into the sublime, its boring bits and its thrilling bits and its bits that sound like other bits, is not susceptible to instant appreciation. Once is not enough. With Tool music, once won't work. The sources of its power are in ritual, repetition, restatement, rubbing your nose in it, in a complexity that becomes, on the 10th or 10,000th listen, incantatory. Uh, 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 uh. Wow. <laughs> wow. I got a little more. Oh, my God. So I'm going to talk directly to the Tool fans, the ones who want to know. This new Tool album, is it any good? Will it give me that Tool feeling? Uh. My answer is yes. Listening to it, I got a nearly unhandleable amount of that tool feeling. Oh, I, Jesus. I teared up a couple of times, and oh when, my I closed my, when I closed my eyes, there were purplish writhings across my oh brain space. Oh, my what? God. What? You've heard Fear Inoculum, the single, musically a luxuriant, sinuous loop around the familiar sonic stations, lyrically a hymn to integration and deep breathing, with the vocalist Maynard James Keenan talk, taking the part for one verse of a satanic splitter slash separator. This is got to be sarcasm, okay, right? I, I have things to say about this. This sounds to me, this is like me at 12 trying to eat a lot of nutmeg and then posting about it on the internet and being like, I got so high today. Oh like, this is the God. sound of somebody who knows that, like, he doesn't get it and he's just going to go above and beyond. It, it's like, it. everybody else thinks it's so deep, so I'm going to just hyperbolically, like, suck this album's cock. I'm going to yes, give you... Like, yes. And, gonna, and deeply sexualize it as deep, Jenna I mean, rightly like called out. Yeah, I do think that I do think the Tool's music does have this, like, very threatening sexual energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah, like, yeah, feels yeah. Like you're, it feels like you're being, like, 
in like wrapped up by like some Cthulhu monsters like Ooh. warm tentacles. No, well, I have. Like, I have. Yeah, it's I like an alien abduction feeling. like anal probe. I have a, of a music. really strong. Uh, Feeling of impotence. Yeah. <laughs> impotence? Right. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I actually, like. the, the sexual energy of this album, I believe I wrote at one point in one of the songs, but it couldn't, it doesn't really matter because they're all the same. <laughs> um, is that this is, yeah, it has a sexual energy of like somebody talking to your 16 year old sister about sex magic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like somebody's yeah, ready to really like show you about Aleister Crowley, man. So like, come on over my house. It's got the energy of jerking off into a triangle so that like <laughs> you can make a magic spell come true. Yeah, but you're like 28 and oh your girlfriend's 16, and it's yeah. uh, and then you join hey the baby, straight just, parade, straight pride oh parade God, in Boston. Uh, I want to do one more little passage here. Okay, from and then the, I have one from a real music journalist. <laughs> so uh, who is in second? All right, what else? Scattershot impressions. If you love the drummer Danny Carey, you'll love Fear Inoculum. He's a huge presence <laughs> with his gongs and his toblas and his gongs. drums and his Woo. drum skins of varying tautness. Woo. Unleashing octopoidal flurries that reformat oh the music in real time. Octopoidal. Like Keenan's voice is that. gentler. Is this a hentai fucking... <laughs> Jesus, God. Older, intact, still hovering and swerving, still making its folky dips and flutters, but with hardly a tight-chested scream on the Whoa. whole album. The tracks are long. Too long? Tool long. Oh! Oh, that, so, means so, exactly that means two, yes. They're, they're two and a half inches. <laughs> <laughs> I wish the songs were two and a half inches. Yeah. So should we say the songs are all like seven to 11 minutes long, but yeah. should we not say they're long? They're just girthy. They're just <laughs> no. shows of they're, songs. They're growers, they're song not chodes. showers. Are there? No, they're wannabes. They're chode songs. What they, they're chode songs. Yeah. yeah, that sounds appropriate. Okay, um, I just wrote this down because I was honestly like, I was just trying to find like one of my Google searches for the research for this is, was just Tool sucks, and I was reunited <laughs> with um, I a classic uh, music journalist of of yore that uh, deeply influenced I think everything I do here and probably you. I talk about Do- David Thorpe. Dr. David Hell Thorpe. Hell yes. Fucking <laughs> something awful. And I remember that was like my music criticism awakening. Sexual David Thorpe awakening. is a legend. You gotta go. He is. He is. Somethingawful.com. The, the, the archives are there. But he talks about Tool. Your music sucks. And he talks about to- Yeah. Your, yeah. That your was band, his column your on band something sucks. awful. Or your band, your band sucks. sucks. Yeah. Um, so this is what he says about Tool fans. Because he's talking about how all these like Tool fans emailed him and were like, oh, you gotta do Tool. You gotta do Tool. Those fans really suck, but like not me. And he's like, <laughs> Basically like, no, no, no. So he says, no, there's only one kind of Tool fan. The Tool fan who thinks that being a Tool fan lets them into some big secret that nobody else gets. They think that only a select few uh, possess the secret Tool decoder ring. They'd love to believe that all the halfwits who listen to Tool actually don't get it. But really, they're all listening to them for the same reason. The fact of the matter is, any moron can understand Tool. But the hidden appeal of Tool lies in the fact that they give the illusion of being a band for smart people. They do this, as any Tool fan knows, by throwing in jumbled references to high school psychology, obscure religious references, and the miscellaneous meaningless nonsense. Bullshit or not, as long as there's something there to figure out or interpret, it's going to make some stone dropout feel smart. Oh, wow. Perfect. Right on, Dr. David. Thank you, Dr. David. Totally perfect. All right. So, with that being said, do we feel like it's time to get into it? Oh, God. Yeah, uh, we'll listen to Vicarious, the first track off of 10,000 Days. Let's go ahead. Are you ready, Jenner? Okay. (laughs) Deep breaths.
right. That's a Tool song. I mean, yeah, you can't deny really, that. Yeah, it didn't really bother me. It was Tool. So yeah, I do think the 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 album like for a Tool album like starts out right. Starts out yeah, pretty strong right with Vicarious. Like I don't know. I remember this from the radio. Do you remember when this this used mm-hmm. to be on like AAF and shit? Yeah, this is a very um, why can't I remember the name of the Stinkfist? I almost called it Sphincter. Stinkfist. <laughs> well, it was called Track One on MTV. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Um, yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, very similar baseline. Very right. and the bass does slap, and yeah. I'll I'll give it that. Yeah, even though it does the same thing forever Exa- from this well, point on. Yeah, exactly. I think, but but I think that this was great. I I didn't have any problem. I was. It's too Lured old. into a false sense of yeah. I thought maybe I my ears wouldn't bleed. Right. Yeah. Listen to this song. I was like, all right. Well, I mean, if the whole album's like this, like I can deal with it. Exactly. Like I know it's Tool. Right. It's not the ideal thing for me to be listening to, but it's like I don't know. I mean, it does. I while I'm like heaping praise on it, I do want to say like it does the the vocals, like the way the verses are structured. It it is like WWE tier post grunge. Yeah. Sort of music. Um, the lyrics are pretty cringy. Uh, the lyrics on this album in general are very. There, there's no lyrics. Yeah. It's just words. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just get real. Right. Yeah. The lyrics are very on the nose. Like right. I guess this sw- the song's about like being desensitized to violent media. Yeah. Like oh, I guess really? tool- Maynard was, wants you to know. About? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was about. Yeah, yeah. These here's some lyrics. I on the TV because tragedy thrills me. Whatever flavor it happened to be like, killed by the husband, drowned by the ocean, shot by his own son. She used a poison in his tea, oh, then kissed him goodbye. Like That's my kind of story. Yeah, yeah, Maynard really wants you to know that he doesn't own a TV like all the plebs. <laughs> yeah, so once again... Have sex with me, please. <laughs> Are they, like, in the, like, band violent video games crowd? Because I feel like that would clash with their fans, you know? Yeah, they're definitely... Oh, they were in the anti-streaming crowd, that's but right, then they, they recently were. made, like, a little cheeky statement. I guess laser discs aren't coming back anytime soon, <laughs> so you can stream our shit now, because that's the only reason we were able to access all this shit, because I put it on streaming, like, earlier this and month. And they, like, hit the top of the streaming I'm sure. Charts. Yeah, they're, they're now... All the fans were streaming. Let me tell you what. It was a a gushing stream of... (laughs) I think it's actually really funny that they have more streams than Taylor Swift's new album because, like, it's the Tool fans who are, like, in the comments on every fucking pop music video on YouTube being like, I don't listen to to the mainstream bullshit top 40 stuff. I listen to real music like Tool, and it's like, now... This is the mainstream. Now that, like, art has been been cheapened so much, like, you know, for so many years, Tool is top 40 music. Well, it always really was. It just was really long. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. That's it. It was never good. That was was the gatekeeping. It was never (laughs) deep. Right. It was never, I mean. It does. I do remember it getting played a lot in the yeah. 90s. Exactly. A lot. Exactly. Um, but I will say, like, if there's one thing that I do, like, this album sucks. Yeah. There's usually, if I find anything I like in any song, it's generally the bridge. Yeah. It's generally some sort of crescendo. Yeah. There's usually is after a four to seven minutes some sort of moment of catharsis. Did you find that? Um, And I did find that on this song. On this song, I do think there's a good bridge. I fucks with the bridge. I don't even know what the bridge was because I fell asleep a couple of times before I listened to it all the way through. You're not wrong. I I think there, yeah, so it's, there are definitely a few songs, including this one that I also felt that way, where I was like, oh, finally, like, you know, I've been edging for like half an hour, and he sounds like it by the way. Yeah, He's got yeah, a yeah. fucking Gollum like oh, delivery on this <laughs> song. I don't perfect. even know what it's like. That is perfect. 
He's a snake alien. I'm abstaining. Um, he, <laughs> he's a libertarian. He's a reptilian. He's definitely a libertarian. <laughs> it's just, it, there's so much... Um, of the nothingness that it never can build momentum. So you even you have these little payoffs, but after a while it's like it's like a false, you know, it's a yes. false positive. You like you just you become immune to them because it, it comes up and it's like, oh okay, cool, something cool happened, and then it goes into six minutes of drone. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, so I just built up and built up, built up to like this maybe a payoff and then nothing. And just com- nothing. Well, that's tool. Right, yeah. fuck that. <laughs> um, and also, this is the best song on the album. I I know. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right, it does lure you in. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> let's move on to the next one. The next song is Jambi. Jambi. Do you know why it's called Jambi? We'll talk. About it. I thought it was called Jambi. I thought it was named after the from Pee Wee's Playhouse. It is. Yeah, 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 you're right. That's exactly what I it's thought. It's sad, but then they tried to make it something deep by saying it had to do with the fact that the song was written in iambic pentameter. Oh, so fuck it's that. iambi. <laughs> no. I'm not even kidding, dude. That's no. like a shit. That's a thing no, that they wrote me. down. I hate this too. Don't worry. All right, we're gonna. We're dude, gonna... all right. I'm sorry. Odd time signatures are not like a replacement for Dumb. a personality. No. Or. <laughs> or Creativity, yeah, right, mm-hmm. or it talent. Look, no, they. Ha- I, I'll give them the talent. Yeah, I will. I'll give them the talent I, I, too. I give them the talent. Yeah. You know, they're talented musicians. I wouldn't. I don't know if I would call them talented song crafters. They don't no. write songs. On, they not on say this album. words. They, they say, say words. words. <laughs> and I, you know, I spend sometimes loudly, sometimes less loud, <laughs> but just words. Yeah, you're right. I, I, I'm with you on this, Jenner. All right, let's uh, let's get on to the next one, Jumbe. Jumbe. <laughs> Hi, Jabby. <laughs> so, this is when I started hating it. Yeah, there's a lot to hate. Many things. I think this is another one where I really just liked the bridge and the the guitar solo. Um, Where's the bridge? It's really? about uh, like four a and a half minutes into the song. <laughs> Basically, up to this, up to that point, like it's a lot of that. Like it's kind of just building on that for a very long time. Right, and going nowhere. There's this like reverb, Red Hot Chili Peppers, funky bass. Oh, you want to call that the bridge? No, 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 no. The bridge. The bridge. Here's what I'm going to call the bridge. The bridge is when the guitar solo comes in with the Peter Frampton voice box. Oh my God. Oh, that's actually yeah. So I I could not. Oh get yeah, to, that is a real thing that happens. On it this did. And I want to tell you something. So this is where the demon Peter Frampton. I, I just like this. This is oh god. So I drive left, and this is when I had to have my lift people come into it because I couldn't get past the song. Oh wait, yeah, you were telling us this off mic. So yeah. tell us about how so, you were so researching for this. So I tried my best to listen to this, and I didn't mind the first song. I just went to sleep on it. Right. You know. So finally, I go. Okay, I gotta play this in my lift. You know, I gotta get some whatever. And, and most, you're trying to get feedback from and your and everybody your... and everybody who I I kind of told them I was doing this podcast and. What was your feedback? Do you like first of all, do you like Tool? And no one no one knew who Tool was. And then they, I go, Well, listen to this song. And most people like after probably when the bridge came in, 
ask me to stop playing it. They go, really? We don't. This is making us not feel good. Is what most people say. Yes. Go, Why don't you feel good? So it, your lift rating like went down because of this probably. podcast. You really took I'm a so hit for sorry. us. Yeah, I <laughs> Thank did. you so much. I Jenna. did. I did. But you know, I said they were doing it for art, and they kind of liked it. However, one girl got, and, and I'm sorry, honey, if you're listening to this because I told her I was doing this. But one woman liked Tool, Tool and yeah. she was a Tool fan. She got into explaining everything and why I should give it a second chance and why I shouldn't oh, make fun of him. But this girl was constantly farting in my <laughs> like, Typical you know, Tool well, fan. Well, all that hot air really inside of you. You know, and every time <laughs> she come would, out somehow. And every time she'd fart, she like paused, but she wouldn't roll down the window <laughs> to let it out. She was just like, Paul, like, did she smell it? I did smell it. I did smell it. I did. Mm-hmm. It was really bad. And it, yeah. Man, so, I try very hard to not fart in lifts. God. I just want to say, like. You know what? If you fart in a lift, say, I'm say I'm sorry, I just farted. And just immediately just put immediate. down the window. Because, you know, I farted once as a driver in lift. And you got to do it. Sometimes you got to say, you. I'm sorry. I've, just n- I've never done it. I've, all, I've, I've tried very hard. I, I will fart the, a bunch <laughs> when I get out of the lift. What? Let me tell you what <laughs> but i'm gonna i'm gonna sit there and have those like those inside farts going on inside yeah. your body because you're holding them in can so I, much can I, can I just say something they're not really inside farts <laughs> <laughs> you thought just, it was the whole they're, everybody's they're just, just being very polite yeah i'm here to tell you as the as the lift driver of the world to everyone <laughs> they ain't silent and we check our seats afterwards. <laughs> Jenna here, lay it down the law. Yeah, your, yeah. Farts, it, your farts aren't internal, no. and also there's no be, bridge. There's no be, bridge. There's no bridge. <laughs> they may be silent, and the girl who liked Tool farted. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been wondering why I have a 4.81 and where those negative <laughs> 0.29 points came, 0.19 points it, it came from. It was the internal fart. It was the internal farts. It was the internal fart. That you oh. thought was internal, but you know what they say. They're silent but deadly. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm really glad that this just completely derailed into a conversation about farts because honestly like that's, that's more this that's, song is farts this, this is. song is a it fart is. everybody wanted it off in my lift except for the like, fart girl I, I just can't, the fart girl I just can't believe that they like tried to make it into something deep by calling it jumpy and writing it in iambic pentameter like we're supposed to be like super impressed by something that you fucking learned okay. in like 10th grade like maybe it's impressive because you obviously dropped out of high school to like smoke clove <laughs> cigarettes and fucking hit on 13 year olds but like this is what I feared for my children. But once again, I will say this as musicians. Club cigarette smoke, all, I know. It's yes, a terrible scourge. We all know as musicians, we also lie about why we do our shit. Right, exactly. And every time, oh, what does that song mean? Oh, it means I was growing up. No, it means yeah. I hate you and I hate this person. Fuck right. you. But you're not going to say that, right? So you're going to lie. I mean, that would be interesting. There I, are wish some, someone, I wish someone would have ever asked me what any of my songs meant Aww. in my life. I want to go back to Jombie real quick. Oh, God, please. Because no. I really, I don't think Jombie's a great song, but I do, I have to give a shout out to Tool in Jombie for doing a guitar solo with a Peter Frampton voice no, box. No, no, no. Because I think it is can't. one of the most unexpected things they've ever done. Okay. I, I did not expect no. to hear Peter Frampton voice no, box on did. this album. We, we, you did, you know, Frampton came alive once. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is Frampton. This Frampton is very dead. Oh, 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 Frampton is ways. rolling in his grave for uh-huh. this song. No, I know actually, he, yeah, Frampton's touring. Did you know? I know he's alive technically. But you know what would be I, fucking? He sleeps in a coffin. <laughs> <laughs> 
throw my childhood fantasies. Uh, what would be unexpected from Tool would be if they fucking wrote a song under four minutes. Like, that would be sick. I would be so down to give them props for doing something unexpected. Or they used to on those first couple albums. I don't know. I didn't listen to I them. Didn't, yeah, I tried. To, I went to sleep on those, too. But you know what I really give them props for? If they would, you know, I honestly, and I'll be quite honest, there is something about Tool I do like. No, I think it's the balls. The, the balls to get out there and do this shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? And people come to your show. I wish I had the balls to get out there and like be an asshole. Yeah, like, take a know? dump on stage and, and be like, like, hey, this is me. Sniff it up. Yeah, and people, and do it again. And people come to your show. Yeah. So I give them, no, I also give them some credit for doing it, but. For creating an effective Wouldn't cult? it be great if they yeah, just. Yeah, they, they really get this cult going. Why don't they just really do like a top 40 song? Yeah. And why don't they give Justin Bieber... Because the whole point... Know? Oh, speaking of Justin because Bieber... Because they'd have to write a song in a major key, and they've never done that Well, ever. you know what? Tra- I think they write all their he- songs in major keys and transpose them. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, the ultimate songs are moved. You're a tool truther. Yeah, Tell- it's not... No, this is not deep. This is... I can do that, too. It's called moving the key. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was going to say, speaking of Justin Bieber, apparently Justin Bieber, like, uh, posted... Like, he tweeted some um, lyrics to... One of oh, their songs, to I think it was uh, the pot, and um, no, of no, all the songs, of no, all the songs, no. he tweeted the pot, and then um, and then somebody like tweeted it at Maynard, and Maynard wrote like hashtag like gross or something, or like, and then like his wife Haley Baldwin like took to Twitter to like shame Maynard, be like, Good. listen, Good. he was he was young and he listened to your music and he looked up to you. Who are we rooting for in this situation, by the way? I just, I gotta keep track. No, I'm Team no Bieber. Bieber. I'm Team Bieber in that. No, like, fuck no. you. Like, no. you're a fucking cantankerous old asshole. And, like, you have, like, an incredibly famous person who's, you know who thinks you you're too. relevant. All right. So, shall we move on to yes. the next one? <laughs> um, oh, okay. So, this one, we'll do a little, uh, you know, preview of. So, these next two, this is Wings for Marie. <laughs> and then the one, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I actually read up on this These one. These are the dead mom songs. <laughs> no, stop yeah. it, stop it, stop This one's they about his, are. his This mom. one, okay, so. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The next two, uh, all right, listen, as somebody who has a dead mom. I know, I know. I am not going to be easy on these songs. <laughs> I'm going to call these songs out for being shitty, but I'm not going to do it for <laughs> the virtue of the reason that it's about his dead mom. Okay, so, yes, yeah, so. So, not only his mom, his mom dead, but his mom lived <laughs> for 27 years uh, Almost. Paralyzed. Yeah, ten thousand days. T- ten thousand days represents the number of days she lived paralyzed. Well, that's she actually died. kind of a fan theory. The one thing that he said on the record about it for him uh, was that it's the Saturnal it's the Saturnalian right. year is ten thousand right. days on Earth, and it's like a, a cycle of life. But then I think yeah, Tool so fans he's jerking were off like, into a fucking triangle. Exactly. He's jerking off in a on triangle. On a particular day, he, he, he's like, a Reiki healer. Yeah. And here, let me touch your back. Maybe that's let me touch your lower back. Is I he wonder, really a Reiki healer? I'm sh- no, I'm no. just, oh. I, he's an archetype I was, of, I was just gonna change of my, that my asshole. My whole life is going to explode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, uh, but I, I do wonder if this whole cult of personality around Tool all just came from him jerking off into a triangle. I believe it did. And like yes. what I making a deal my... with some sort, with, with Baal. Or, <laughs> Baal. Or, no, not even that. Did you ever see the never ending story as a child? Yeah. yeah. yeah that's what Tool reminds me of. Yeah, because it sucks Fighting and it's long and boring. And <laughs> fighting the nothing. No, and fighting the nothing on a big fucking dog. <laughs> I, 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 and it's a never-ending fucking and, album. And you know what? And it makes no fucking sense. 
I was never able to finish that movie. And oh, I, it's very... I did 10,000 times. <laughs> <laughs> My kids, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You don't listen to Tool. 10,000 days represents the At number of... At least you drew the line. I did not <laughs> listen tool. to Tool. The number I... of days you've had to watch the never-ending story is the 10,000 days. <laughs> so, okay, so these next two oh, are both very long and... Are, we, are you going to play both right now? You might as well We should because one, one of them... Yeah, so it's 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 um, Wings from Marie. His, his mom's name was Judith Marie. She had an aneurysm. She was paralyzed for most of her, for half her life. You already mentioned that. And then there's 10,000 Days. The title track is, uh, Wings is also part two. Wings Part 2. So we'll play them both kind of together, I guess, and we'll talk about it. That's his triangle. He's, <laughs> he's ejaculating through right now. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Mom wasn't dead yet. <laughs> She's oh dead God. now. <laughs> Is this the next one? Your mom wasn't dead. Okay, stop it. Stop. Then she's dead now. Okay, I'm not going to even give any of my. If she wasn't paralyzed, she'd be rolling in her grave. Okay, you guys are worse than me. You guys are worse than me. Oh my god, I feel horrible. Oh, but she couldn't move. I want my children to know I'm not laughing. <laughs> it's true. I want the record to show that we both do have our heads in our hands I know, it's like, as we're laughing. It's really funny. Um, we deserve whatever we get for this. We do. And so does everybody who worships this oh, band. So I'm this song sure. is one chord, I think. It's <laughs> you mean these two songs, literally both? Oh yeah, these two both. songs. Uh, I think they a total of like are combined four. for eight, uh, seventeen minutes? or eighteen minutes. Um, they prevent REM sleep. Let me tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't fall asleep with this. I, I would be afraid of the dreams. Well, I, I was, did it. I fell asleep. Yeah, times. oh, I definitely but fell asleep. I had, yeah, but it prevents REM sleep. I was sleeping. also, I was like trying to get really high because I was like, okay, <laughs> if this is like the Joe Rogan of metal bands, like you have to be like, you know, you know, drooling stone to be able to like even begin to grasp it, right, man? And then, um, this and then I fell the fuck asleep. This yeah. is not metal. I don't know. What no, it no, is. no, 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 no. No, I think it's like I do. If I hear anything in the song, it's like a little taste of um. You know that song? One of these days, I'm gonna cut you into little pieces by Pink Floyd. Oh my god, you're absolutely right. Yeah. You know what? Okay, this is my theory too about that. They just take King Crimson and yeah. And Pink Floyd. Yep. And D evolve them. Oh. Mm. He did name his son Devo. <laughs> well, also. you know, I kinda I mean, actually I a lot that. of these songs though. <laughs> Would you name no. your son Devo? Nobody I'm, nobody should respect that. No, <laughs> Sorry, we don't yeah. respect that. No, I, I not the more I think about it, the less I respect it. <laughs> yeah, it's just I have I have some things that I compare to his vocal stylings on Wings for Marie, but also <laughs> both of them. And let me tell Vo- you vocal stylings. I was yeah. I was ready to feel something here. And like the right. lyrics are like kind of 
de- I don't know. The, like, lyrics, the lyrics are probably the best the, on the, the album because they the, actually yeah. they say something that are that is real and you tangible. You mean they're words in better sequences? Exactly. Right. They're in better they're, sequences. They're words that actually convey feelings. But the delivery and also the fact that it's over one droning perpetual yes. fucking nightmare chord. Um, I have two comparisons. Uh, the first thing I wrote was, why does he sound like a Catholic priest underwater? Because <laughs> he is like that very monotone droning, right. like, Christ is mine, Christ is risen. Yeah, yeah. I do think that might be a little intentional, whoa, though, because whoa. this song is about, like, I think the main point of it is that despite being paralyzed for 27 years, his she mother was, into God. was always, like, always held true to her Christian faith. Okay, can well, I And he he's kind of saying, like, if anyone, wait, I don't believe in God, but if there is a God, like, you better put my mom in well, heaven. Yeah, that can is Can I, that can is I, can I ask saying. a question? So, yes. Because I didn't believe this shit, and I didn't investigate it, because I didn't care. Right. But, so his mom really was in a Yes. Car. So she had an aneurysm? So, was so she was paralyzed for 30. Since he was 11 years old, she yeah. was like, she couldn't talk, she couldn't walk. Like, it was like really That's sad. That's kind of fucked up. It was really yeah. sad and it fucked up his life. I well, you appreciate know, that, mu- that he explored that, like, that that kind of symbolism and the wings for somebody who couldn't walk or couldn't move, you know, and the going to heaven, the idea of redemption for her. And like, I, I like all those themes, but then he sounds like he's singing the entire song at the end of a fucking didgeridoo. Like, it's just, it's a fucking yeah. didgeridoo don't for me. Like, I just can't. It's so the layers on layers on layers of vocal affectation. He's, a you know, an artist that, like, is supposed to be, like, revered for his vocals. Really? They're really bad. Really? Yeah, really? he was in the running. He was, like, the second choice after Zach De La Roca to, like, lead <laughs> Rage Against the Machine. That's insane. That is actually true. I actually did not believe that. I read that as, I but read is that. it true? I mean, I don't know. Is anything real? No, obviously not. Guess who's president. So you right. mean after Zach De La Roca or after Chris Cornell when they right. got back together as audio slave? No, no. Like, after, like, for Zach De La Roca. They chose Zach De La wow. Roca at the last minute over Over Maynard. Maynard? Oh, my God. I just, oh, thank God. Heaven. I know, thank but God. that's what I'm saying. I'm you imagine like, what the world would He could have, have ruined like so many things. So yeah. many. He's just basically doing like spoken word throughout this, these entire yeah. two songs. It's really, it's spoken word and like Jambic chanting. pentameter. <laughs> and masturbating into the triangle. Yeah. I'm sure your mom is thrilled by this weird ass atmospheric yeah. locust swarm bass freak out tribute to her. Wow. Like what? Wow. It's painful. And then 10,000 days, same exact fucking thing. Like, the intros, again, so insufferably long. They go on forever. But at this point, all I could think of was like, Jesus, I wish somebody would give me this money so I could go in the studio and... Yeah, you know, jerk off and well, I can't do that in a triangle. <laughs> I think if you jerk off into a triangle, it might Maybe happen it'll for work you. That's for the you. key. Yeah. Well, that's chaos magic. You that know? is chaos magic. That's true. <laughs> wow. Okay. Never. Thank you for that business yeah. plan. That's the, my only explanation. That's my only explanation for Tool's success. Clearly, they're into the occult, and they must be <laughs> must have made some sort of deal with a demon. <sighs> Something. Dude, are demons hanging out with fucking lame nerds think, like I Tool? I bet what? they probably they are, They are such yeah. fucking you know nerds. What? That's another Honestly, thing. Tool or nerds? I think throughout time, demons have only hung out with nerds because the only people well, who you know devote what? the time to trying to talk to demons. And, um, yeah, it's just, it's so long. Like, two minutes in, the song still hasn't started. I don't think it, like, be, I don't think it starts until, like, at least three minutes in. And there's well, literally just one, whispering and, like, wind sounds. <laughs> this is in 10,000 days. Part one never starts. No, Dude, never and, starts. And, part two, they're 
there's a sick crescendo, and it's about six minutes yeah, in. Yeah, that's what yeah. I said. So that's like, a combined 12 minutes of between parts one and two. I guess. Before they do a good part, which again is the crescendo, is the bridge. Yeah, I guess like Tool fans don't care about time going backwards because they're like so high off of spice and monster energy <laughs> drinks. <laughs> they like don't even know what time is. Like, I, I don't know. Man. I feel like they drink absinthe. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I feel like the true it. Tool oh. heads but they I, drink absinthe. They're but trying desperately they to grow opium. a beard. <laughs> no, I think they're in nutmeg. I think she had it. Yeah, the nutmeg. Yeah. I think it's like they're organic. The anarchist cookbook, like yeah, banana right. skins, and you're like convincing yourself you got high. <laughs> it just, it's so anticlimactic. I did write the song is like his mom's life. Why can't we just put it out of its misery? <laughs> oh, it is. It is a song that doesn't move. And there's so. Oh. It doesn't. You're <laughs> Maybe right. that's the point. Maybe he's like, I'm gonna write a song that doesn't do anything for 18 minutes to represent my mom not being able to move for 27 years. I don't know. I mean, okay. I mean, I'm gonna give him some a huge like break here. If my mom was paralyzed, I imagine her like. Like being in the living room, paralyzed. He could do that shit. I don't know. I mean, you're giving him a pass. I'm giving him a pass. Oh yeah, because right. of this his, shit. his trauma. On this trauma, I give him a pass. It really sucks. Why not make the whole album kind of like a concept album or like something it, about they, they, like exploring what it might have been like to so be okay, her? So oh, you don't. Like, you don't think the pot is thematically oh. tied to? Oh this Jesus, song? no, Jesus, God, please. Oh my God. Yeah, you're gonna take one? back any fucking. Okay, give, I just gave anything it to you that. gave. And I only gave it because I had really horrible things. Things to say about this initially. Yeah. Because I didn't do my background on it. Listen, okay. and now like, because he has a dead mom, you're giving him, you're letting him get out easy? I feel bad. If, like, what if I was like on the kitchen table for 27 fucking years? My kids would be yeah, fucked, fucked up, up too. Well, maybe they'd make some better music. Well, they would make, know. they wouldn't make this shit. Yeah. Because you told them at a young age, don't fucking listen to Tool. I remember telling my son, because <laughs> you drew the line. He came home with his friend Connor, who was into Tool. Oh, no, no, it wasn't, no, it wasn't Connor, it was Brian. Of and he course was it was. Too. Yeah, of course it was. And I remember that's, that kid's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all right, so. there's a lot of good music that people have made based on trauma. I mean, they, hey, you know, all of my music is based on trauma. Mount Erie has some good albums after yeah. his wife died. Stage Four by Touche Amore, like that's a good album about right. his his mom dying of cancer. Like yeah. that's true. You know, I I don't want to fully give Maynard a pass because the songs are still bad. They're still bad, and they yes. and, and how do they really pay tribute to his mom besides just saying like I hope you have wings in heaven. That's kind of like a, if you really boil it down, that is a very trite. <laughs> like, it, is. it is true. It is really trite. It's, it's, it it seems deep from him because he's such like everything a, else sucks. He's yeah. such so much. Because he's like yeah. an anti, you know, he's not into Christianity in general, but he's like, yeah, and he's I'll such make a narcissist. an exception for my mom. Right. Yeah. You know? Which, that is true. You're actually right about that. Okay. So I, I take a little bit of my past back. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, give him a little bit of a past. It is sad that Maynard's mom died. Yeah. And we rest don't, in peace. Judith Marie. We've, we have nothing against We have him. made fun of his mom being paralyzed so too sorry. much and do feel bad about it. We do it. feel bad. Let's move on to the next song. The next song, The Pot, there's oh, no, nothing no, we're going to no, say that we're no. going to feel bad about about this song. <laughs> this song is so stupid. Actually, you know what? Before we do The Pot, should we take a little break? Uh, yeah, let's take a break. Yeah. And we'll be back. Pantheon Podcast listeners, Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, 
Yeah. Even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. looked at these lyrics i actually at some point because this is the pot you know it sure is and i like what they're smoking (laughs) and i have to say i wish i hadn't (laughs) yeah yeah this if there's any song to like be blissfully unaware of the lyrics it's this one yeah uh so no not only it's just that they're smoking the pot uh (laughs) But yeah, no, it's a uh, it's a double entendre because a it's the pot yeah. calling the kettle black. Yeah. yeah, the hypocrisy. It's about hypocrisy. Yeah. but then it's also like, oh, you're such a hypocrite. You must have been high, <laughs> high on the pot. Uh, you must have been high, buddy. You must have been so, so high. high. Why does he sound this like is a that fucking depth. weasel? This is that depth I'm always hearing about from Tool fans. Oh, what my depth? God. No, Jesus, God. No, no, People no. think this band is smart. People hear lyrics like, okay, foot in mouth and head up ass. So what you talking about? <laughs> Difficult to dance around this one till you put it out, boy. You must have been so high. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, man, that's deep. Holy shit, dude. What the fuck dude. are you talking As about? As a writer, I cringe and wonder, how can I write that shit and make money? Yeah, this is some tooly tool. This is some tooly tool. Really tooly. Yeah, yeah. Tootly. Uh, at this point, I'm, I'm past the point of like devil's advocate. Like, oh, yeah. oh, well, I like the crescendos and the bridges. Like, there are none. <laughs> I don't like the way this music sounds. I, I don't like these chords they keep playing. No. I don't like Maynard's voice. I'm tired of being trapped in Tool World. Um, <laughs> the Atlantic article. So high. <laughs> the Atlantic article is right, though. I mean, they, they do. Their music is like a coiled snake of arpeggios or whatever that just doesn't let <laughs> go. <laughs> but like, dude, like, getting strangled by a music snake sucks. 
<laughs> no, because oh, they're strangling wow, their music snakes. Ugh. I'm tired. Ugh. I'm tired of triplet. <laughs> so high. <laughs> I'm tired of triplet hammer-ons. Like, how no. many times can you just go Like, you can't just do that same trick in every song. But they write their songs in 7-8, man. But they do, and they get paid. But that's it. That's it. This is music for people who list their education on Facebook as the school of hard knocks and work at a nearly defunct friendlies and have a mid-chin piercing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, it's perfect. It just, I painted the picture there for you, didn't I? You did, you did. Their name is Trent. Their probably <laughs> real name isn't Trent. It's like Kyle, but they renamed themselves Trent. Yeah. I don't even think they're a Kyle. This is music for sweaty New Hampshire t- libertarian yes. teens. Sure. There's definitely a strong <laughs> undercurrent of libertarianism yes. yeah. under all this music. And we all know what libertarians really are. White men. <laughs> well, not only that, they're Republicans. Republicans. Who smoke pot. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and whose girlfriends have had an abortion. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you just you just fucking that's you got Maynard James Keenan's number right there. That's I him. Know, I know. That's why he wears like the paratrooper fucking military <laughs> bullshit. He was in the military briefly, apparently. I yeah, think that's he why his... he shouted them out at Boston of course. Calling. Yeah, because wow. he's he's seen the Was he in the reserves? I'm sure, dude. <laughs> yeah. The was, Army National Guard. He was guard. like a Coast Guard guy. <laughs> yeah, dude. He yeah. I guess the snake that's strangling me when I listen to this music is the don't tread on me snake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, can man. I just like shout out some lyrics real quick? Go ahead. Just so you know what we're really dealing yeah, with here ahead. on the pot. We got a liar, lawyer, <laughs> mirror for you. What's the difference? <laughs> Kangaroo be stoned. He's guilty as the government. Now you're weeping shades of cozined indigo. Got lemon juice up in your eye eye. Now when you're pissed all over m- now when you pissed all over my black kettle, you must have been high, high, hey, high, hey. high. <laughs> Eyeballs deep in muddy waters. Your balls deep in muddy waters. Ganja, please. You must have been out of your mind. No, wait, sorry. You must have been out your mind. Oh, oh yeah, he does He does do some appropriative cadence here, for sure. Just some casual appropriation. Wow, 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 wow. I just don't even know what to say to that. This well, might be the don't. dopiest lyrics we've ever heard on this show. This is like And like sub. he's singing the song like he's the singer from Kansas or something. <laughs> like it's like some fucking... It, <laughs> And this band is supposed to be super deep. Like, this is like sub Lil Dicky depth. You yeah. know? Oh, ooh. And sub Lil Dicky Dick, too. Yeah. It's well, a chode. They're all chodes. They're all chodes. Right. They're all chodes. Tool is like licorice flavor. I, I, I'll go with the licorice comparison because it's bitter and it's bitter and miserable. No one actually likes it. And nobody actually likes it, but somehow okay. they still I mean, sell it for you, a penny. But you think <laughs> it's sold as like a like complex Like flavor. a novelty. Yeah. yeah. Like you have to really get it. You have to think hard about right, it. The, right. the, you can't get it because it's nothing to get. Right. Well, it's just a bitter, yucky flavor. That's Trash. Which tool is a bitter, yucky flavor. And wow. I don't like it in my mouth. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't want it. Or my ear. No. Next. Uh, yeah, the next song is Lipin oh oh, yeah. Conjuring. This is not a song. This is not a song. Um, this song is at least like less than six minutes long. It's the but only it's not one. a song. It's not a song. No, it's just some appropriate so we'll Native it. American traditional music. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it, he, that's exactly what so, it is. So, yeah, I'll play like a few seconds of Lipin Conjuring and then we'll play Lost Keys Blame Hoffman, which is also not a song. <laughs> no, yeah, um, right. it's really a song. But, it's no, the same song. <sighs> the same weird thing. Yeah, well, the. So, yeah, well, we'll I'll play a little bit of each. to the void together. Here we go. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> no, no, no. 
Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is me playing guitar for the first time in my life. He's tuning. Yeah. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> what uh, the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? At this, at this point, they stop playing songs on the album. This is, and I think this. This is when they. This fall is when asleep. they get into the territory of like why even hardcore Tool fans like aren't into this album because it really like it. It stops even being bad in like a Tool way at this point, and it just becomes like too so lost, in the, so lost in like the ethereal like concept that they were trying to convey. So lost in the atmosphere that it just becomes. Not songs. It's no, they're not the, songs. No, this is not a song. No, neither of them are songs. Um, yeah, lip and conjuring is literally just some appropriative yes. fucking <laughs> nonsense. Like I couldn't even find any explanation for it because there is none. Like I don't. I, I don't care. Um, and then Lost Keys, Blame Hoffman. Ha, yeah, yeah. you get it? You get yeah, you know, sick acid reference, great, bro. Yeah, you took acid. Woo. You know, that makes you interesting. How long ago, though? Yeah, dude, I don't know. But this is definitely the musical equivalent of taking acid when you're 17 and thinking yes. you're the first yes. person to ever, like, be like, you know what? Money isn't real. <laughs> realize, realize, realize. Uh, Fucking idiots! It's dude. actually crazy because, like, I think Lost Keys. I blame, do blame Hoffman. I think Blame Hoffman <laughs> is just supposed to be an intro to the next song, Rosetta Stoned. Oh, but like, then Lipen Conjuring is just an intro to an intro. Then, yeah, and so, also Rosetta Stoned, although it's like eleven minutes long, we're about to listen to it. Like, oh my god, it is not. It is also not a it's song. Not a song. It's, it's not. It's, no, no. This is shit. <laughs> At the end of Lost Keys, Blame Hoffman. There's this dialogue between a a doctor and a nurse right. at a hospital where they're like, oh, there's a, the patient isn't responding. We're trying to see what's happening with him, but we don't know. Uh, and then the doctor goes in and he's like, just tell us what's happening. Like <laughs> this, we, we want to help you. And so then I guess Rosetta stoned is supposed to be the patient in the hospital explaining wow. what happened to him. Wow. And, wow. uh, let's hear what he has to say. Yeah. Let's go ahead and do that. Here we go. God. Oh, let me just reread those lyrics for you real quick. Oh my God. The lyrics are insane in this song. But just that part we just heard. And after calming me down with some orange slices and some fetal spooning, E.T. revealed to me his singular purpose. He said, you are the chosen one, the one who will deliver the message, a message of hope for those who chose to hear, choose to hear it, and a warning for those who do not. Me, the chosen one? They chose me, and I didn't even graduate from fucking high school. Yeah. If that is not the Genesis story of Tool the band. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I don't wow. want to hear any of it. Didn't they go to Berkeley, actually? No, yeah. So no, please, God, here's the whole thing. This is an 11-minute spoken word uh, opus where the it's all based around this concept of basically it's a story of a guy 
who's like a deadhead acid casualty, and he got in, abducted by aliens, and they ch- had him. What? Really? And he's the chosen one, and he has a message that he has to deliver oh to the people God. of Earth, oh and then God. he forgets what the alien told him. That's the whole song, and it takes 11 minutes for them oh to repetitively like tell this joke, essentially, this acid head fucking... Deadhead who joke. continuously is shitting his pants and pissing his he, pants. Yeah, and it literally the last the b- words of the song are, I fucking shit my pants again. No, the, the song is built around the phrase, uh, goddamn shit the bed. That's what he says over and over again That's is, right. goddamn shit the bed. Yeah, I... Uh, okay. So yeah, here's... I'm gonna just bust out a few lyrics here. There's a lot of lyrics. There are seven verses in oh this God. song. Oh seven verses. This and uh, Seven deadly verses. 10 to 2 a.m. X, Yogi DMT, and a box of Krispy Kremes. In my need-to-know pose, just outside of Area 51, contemplating the whole chosen people thingy, when just then a flaming stealth banana split the sky... Like one would hope, but never really expect to see in a place like this. Cutting right angled donuts on a dime and stopping right at my Birkenstocks and me yelping, holy fucking shit, holy fucking shit, holy fucking shit. Then the X-File being looking like some kind of blue-green Jackie Chan with Isabella Rossellini lips and breath that reeked of vanilla chig champa did a slow-mo matrix descent out of the butt end of the banana vessel and hovered above my bug eyes, my gaping jaw, and my sweaty L. Ron Hubbard upper lip. Oh, and all I could think was, I hope Uncle Quark here doesn't notice that I pissed my fucking pants. L. Ron Hubbard is oh, an apt <laughs> reference here yeah, <laughs> because he's like Al Ron Hubbard was famous for saying if you really want to you know make a bunch of money start a religion and I feel like Maynard James Keenan was one of those kind of I people agree. who was like maybe I could maybe I could start a cult but instead I'm going to start a band <laughs> and I'm going to make it this fucking but, but you know perpetually what? obtuse rambling nonsense and I'm going to get people to think I'm super deep and I've figured out these they unlock the secrets to the universe and they're going to fucking worship me as a as a rock god and that's what he's managed to to dupe all of uh, like so many people so many people into thinking they're special for listening to this the Fibonacci sequence as like a mechanism for music oh wow what a novel idea but like it doesn't make for a good song so fuck you yeah well that's this isn't even that this is a joke about a a deadhead acid casualty who forgot a fucking thing an an alien told him it would be a funny little little haha joke to do for a one minute long intro yes but it's 11 minutes long you know what this reminds me of more than anything, Heather, this song, this song, yeah. I feel like I've heard this song before. And this song, the first time I heard it was called Pillow Talking, and uh, it was by Lil Dicky. Oh my it's god. It's the same thing. It's a guy talking about aliens for boringly for 12, 12 minutes. minutes. Um, oh, one of the things I did find out, so I was doing some deep research, and I found unsurprisingly that there are some allegations of, you know, uh, sexual misconduct. And, really? Yeah, I haven't heard totally about against Maynard, and specifically that he used to target like extremely young girls and he would like have them up into like his tour bus to like and he would like sit them down and watch like Fear and Loathing or like Requiem for a Dream and all of his fucking references are just like what edgy 15 year olds think are cool like (laughs) what the fuck like and it also like it's fitting that the scumbag tried to woo 18 year olds with fucking Fear and Loathing because this is all that it's it's so desperately trying to be this like stream of consciousness fucking like you know edgelord poetry or something um, and it just sucks wow. you know it's funny uh, or I don't know about funny but <laughs> there's this line in the song where he says uh, can't remember what they said Bob help me oh yeah yeah, yeah that's a little sub genius reference there wow. how clever yeah this is kind yeah. of like the music
musical equivalent of Requiem for a Dream. It's like it's really, really overrated and melodramatic and like held up as high art by stone teenagers, and that's it. The song is uh, is real bad. But it's just like, real bad. It's man. so bad. This is the worst. This it's this is the worst one. I think. I, this is yeah, the I think to this get is through. the lowest low. I would rather listen to Pillow Talking by Lil Dicky. I really? think Brandy Blaze was right. I also fell asleep to that one. And it's, it's a just, song about uh, shitting your pants, it, it, and people call this and it's right after the pot, and people call this oh, band crazy. deep. People yeah, have the dude, audacity that, exactly. to call this deep, and that we're all just plebes like sheeple who can't understand, you know how fucking the genius of art. the sh- goddamn shit the bed song. Oh my god, dude, that makes me so angry. Actually, the sanctimoniousness and the and the superiority complex of fucking tool fans who are who can listen to a song like this and fucking think that this is okay that this is that this is smart and that's the thing is like they can win either way because it's right. like oh it's all a big joke that was the point you yes. know like they it, <laughs> you know what i will say it does also it is another one with a good bridge which one? There's a good crescendo <laughs> where, where Adam one? Jones. I love these moments where Adam Jones like breaks free from just playing the same power chords and arpeggios, and then just does a nice little guitar squeal. Was that a little before? I thought that was the musical saw section. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is there mu- is there saw about saw? That's what I said. Sa- it sounded like, dude. Yeah, I didn't hear that great breakthrough. Of no, dude. I've I the, my comment at this point of the song, I was like, oh great, you gotta have a musical saw section. I'm glad LSD is a solution to the cluster headaches I have now developed in response to the sound. Because <laughs> maybe if I just did more acid, I'd get it. Yeah. God. I would have such a bad time if I had to listen acid to Tool on acid. Acid is your personality. Acid. Can you imagine if you were on, if you're on acid and then had to listen to Tool? No, like I'm I've never been in that situation. I luckily, think, I don't think it would end well. It wouldn't. It it's, didn't begin. It won't begin well. It'll actually never seems, end. We'll be lost in a perpetual fucking you know jerk off fractal till the end of time. It's wild that these guys do so much acid and then make this music. Like this know, is such dude. a bad trip. Man. They have no introspection. They didn't learn anything from their psychedelic use. It seems like. Mm. Right, because then the whole point's kind of like you know ego death, and he's got enough egos for like a just lot of people. So I think they're making up their whole acid thing. Yeah, you're a tool truther. I think <laughs> they're fake like acid heads. Yes, and, and his, his mom, mom wasn't his mom really paradise. No, a bit. <laughs> no, no, I, I I totally gave it up on the mom thing. So don't <laughs> don't do that to me. No, I'm okay? sorry. I'm sorry. All right, so let's uh, let's fucking slog on through the next one uh, called intention. Intention. I don't remember spelled S I O N. Yes, it's like, and I'm sure they did that intentionally. It's like your intention is tense. Yeah, I don't remember <sighs> this, but I can work that out for you, baby. Come closer. <laughs> Let me just put my hands on your lower back. And just to keep you up to date on the song lengths, this one is seven minutes. Oh God. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't remember that. This I completely fell asleep to this. Yeah, one. I was. Yeah, this was. Yeah, this is bad. It, again, they're not doing songs. No, anymore. this is not. They're songs. on. They're taking us, quote unquote, on a journey. 
Uh, up their to ass. nowhere. Up their ass. That's where the journey is. Up their ass. Um, and also, I you know, even as a non-Tool fan, I'm like really disappointed here because usually with Tool, like at least I know like there's gonna be some sick drums. Right. But there so no much drums. of this, they so reduced much, him to bongos. Yeah, it's just bongos and congas and tablas. That's so like true. there's, it's there's, it's I don't. Yeah, let's render just, impotent our band's primary asset besides like incels interest in being special. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the one, the the musical sh- sh- like beacon, like the 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 peak of of Tool is their the drum the drumming, and you're just getting like, yeah, this is all such a waste of time. Like these concepts and feelings could be expressed like so much more concisely. I know. When a band like Yes or King Crimson like makes a long song, like they put a variety of like cool things in the song. They're like the song evolves. It takes you on yeah. an actual journey. We this act- journey never starts. Like I'm here at the starting line and just like the gun is not being fired. Right. Like we're just standing here. Like let's, let's go He's somewhere. Polishing. Like show me something. Yeah, there's no gun. He's just polishing right. his katana sword collection <laughs> over the corner. <laughs> he also wrote songs. There's two real songs on this album and then the rest is like, I guess maybe three if you count um, the, the song from Marie. <laughs> the pot I'm not counting. No. The pot is a fucking joke. Yeah. From the pot onwards, it's like just it's just loose concepts. It's just stretched out loose concepts. And I think maybe you're right. Like these later songs, I think he put maybe he put work into Vicarious and Zombie. I believe. And these later songs, like I maybe you're right. Maybe it's like writer's block. Maybe that's why it takes long for the albums to come out. I I personally I don't think it's writer's block. I think it's and how else do you keep your flock waiting for you? Honestly, it doesn't really even matter because it's still just it's like it's so bad. It's such a slog. And, like, literally the song feels like greasy breath on the back of my neck. Like, I, oh I just I don't feel good. Should we listen to uh, Right In 2? Is this the end? Is this the last one? No, there's another one after this. Oh, Christ. All right. Let's, this is let's the second just, to last Can we just one. play both of them? Well, yeah, because the last song after this is not a song. Oh, another not a song. <laughs> another not Great. a song. The song so after, 75 minutes and we have uh, two and a half songs on uh, this album. Yeah, so just after so this, it's an instrumental called Vig. Vig-, Vig- Ginti Trace. After right into, uh, yeah, we'll play them both. All right, let's do it. the wall yeah, on yeah, in such yeah. an atmospheric way. This, just, this reminds me of like when I first got my synthesizer many years ago and I just started like going, nah, bah, bah. Right. Yeah, they're yeah. Ha- someone's having fun on a Moog Yeah, this is not a song. That's not a song. No. That's not a song. No, it is uh, thankfully only five five minutes of that. Oh, that's wow. how they end the album. That's like worse than Chance the Rapper ending his album on a Nicki Minaj verse. Right. Like, it's, oh, my God. oh my God. This makes me ache for Chance the Rapper to be honest, <laughs> which is shocking. I don't I don't know if I would go that far. Well, I don't know. I, I know it, it when, makes a, me when, ache. A, when a five-minute song feels like a merciful like breeze is like really when you you've realized that like you've yeah. been fundamentally yeah. altered by yeah. this music. Right into I wish it was right in two minutes, but oh, it's nine. It's right in nine. 
<laughs> you know, I wonder, I, I really feel for the studio engineer, you know, how did he stay awake? I know, yeah, and you're right. On the, you know. They were doing so much acid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had to stay awake. Um, yeah, the entirety of Vignitti Trace is um, like if Olmec from Legends of the Hidden Temple had a stroke and then it was str- oh, wow. slowed down uh, into an unbearable echoey sludge nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it's just worrying. How do you end your album on With that, five minutes of of worrying David Lynch noises like know. that would be a cool like intro mal- or an intro. So many intros. What- no, dude, there are no like all of these intros are like malfunctioning machine they sounds. Are. It's like, oh, I don't. Is that what D- is that how what high art is? Am I just not high enough? You need to be using the pot. I know I should be. I am. <laughs> let me tell you, I am medicinally hitting the pot throughout this entire episode because it's fucking unbearable. I think it's crazy if you really if you really go through you know your memories of the songs like I'm doing right now and just realize how much of the 75 minutes of this album is just Indistinguishable. filler. It's yeah. just filler. Yeah. yeah, Like it's not even like I don't like the way that Tool's music sounds. I already have a problem with Tool. And just in the type of music they make, it doesn't sound good to me. But I'm not even mad at them for making Tool music on this album. I'm mad at them for just they're 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 making the Tool equivalent of of, of complete filler for about sixty of the seventy five minutes. It's a it's a jam band for armchair Satanists. I hate it. Yeah, I hate it. It's bad. I fucking hate it. It's it's agonizing. And then right in two, oh my god, silly monkeys give them thumbs. They oh, make a club god. to beat their brother down. Yeah, that's How right. How they've survived so misguided is a mystery. We just need yeah we we need I the know. insight. The masses of sheeple just need the deep insight of Maynard James Keenan to appreciate like something, <laughs> dude. Mm, repugnant is a creature who would squander <laughs> the ability to lift an eye to heaven. Mm. <laughs> Conscious of his fleeting time here. Mm. Oh, wow. Wow. Monkeys kill each other. Whoa. Mm. God gave them a thumb and they make a club. Who is John Galt? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Luckily, what this means is that we are done with the album, which is fucking honestly, let's give ourselves the crescendo we've been aching for this entire time and clap. Clap for ourselves, please. There's a payoff. There's a payoff. And that's that we've gotten to the end here. I did. You do get like a dopamine rush when you're done listening to Tool. <laughs> yes, you it's do. like, oh, it's it's finally over. My I was literally asleep at the end. It's criminally boring. There's no real payoff. Us us clapping here. It's a, it's a, it's a sad anemic mask <laughs> over our deep deep sadness for having experienced this uh, once to listen to and take notes on, and then another time with you stoppies. But that's why we we, we do this for you. It's I not think. just a mask. It's like a creepy alien uh, skin <laughs> texture from a Tool music video. Yeah. Special effects. Oh God. <laughs> it's the guys in the stink fist video peeling their their sandy skin off. Yep. It's a sandy gray mask. Of fucking overrated bullshit is what it is. So yeah. let's go ahead and rate this album because, God, we've made it through. Um, we rate things on this show. We look back retrospectively at everything we listen to and we give it an, a, a rating of zero to negative point. Sorry. A zero to negative five of something because nothing is ever good on this show. So it never goes above zero. Um, and we ask our guests to choose the thing that we are quantifying. It as something that's relevant to tool. So I you I can't. <laughs> I, I think we should do a scale of zero to negative five lift farts. <laughs> 
I well, there was some steak quote in unquote <laughs> silent <laughs> internal internal lift farts. Lift farts. I love it. I think that is absolutely perfect. All right, so Jenner, you get to go first. You get to rate the album from zero to negative five. Oh, it's negative five lift farts. Okay, and tell us why. They smelled. <laughs> Both did. You know, I believed her farts, but I don't believe this. This, this I don't believe it. It's a bullshit. It's not real. It's outtakes for idiots. <laughs> I'm sorry, actually. You're just mumbling in this. I've done it too, but I don't release it, and people don't buy it. But maybe I should. I'm gonna. I'm going to pee in the triangle. Yes, pee in the triangle. That's the key. That is the key. Oh man. Okay. Well, when, when Jenner's new album takes off, we all know. We know what happened. Um. Thank you for that. Okay, uh, Mike, go, go ahead. What's your rating here? Um, I think that this, the tool is bad, and I don't like uh, this <laughs> album in particular because of the amount of filler and the amount of bullshit. The entire side B, it just chuck the whole thing in the trash. The like uh, the whole second half of this album, there's nothing to be gained from it. It it never takes off. Right. It, it, it does not. Uh, I, I've, I've never thought so literally about the phrase ran out of steam. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because I was thinking, like, oh, this album really ran out of steam, but, like, it really did, like, there's no steam left in the engine. It is not moving. It's a premature the, the, chode ejaculation, the, is the, what you're saying. The songs physically stop moving at a certain point. They aren't moving me emotionally. They aren't moving themselves musically. It's a traffic jam of an album. <laughs> yeah, but I will say it's a shame, because the first two songs are a couple of the better Tool songs I've ever heard. I think I did kind of like Vicarious and Jombie, like, especially, yeah. and I, there was some decent... Vicarious was good. There were some decent crescendos, no. like, throughout the album. Almost every song at least had, like, one 30-second part that I could be like, oh, they did something cool, finally. They finally built to something. So I don't... I can't give it a negative five... Um, I can't be that cruel to it. It's tough because I it's it sucks so bad. It does. I'm gonna give it a negative three point seven five. Yeah. Internal lift farts. Mm. <sighs> Silent. Listen, I do, but deadly. <laughs> You're not fooling anyone. Just like those internal lift farts, Maynard. You are not fooling anyone. This this <laughs> album is not deep. <laughs> Even when you're trying to make it deep, you just make it all about yourself. And I think that's like the critical flaw of Tool and of Tool fans. It's all about this this performance of, of being superior and thinking that you're smart because you say words like soniferous, all right, <laughs> to describe somebody's eyes. That is stupid. You are stupid. You're not that fucking smart. Um, the the closest thing to truth on this album is when you talked about they I'm the I'm the chosen one and I didn't even fucking graduate high school yeah. because the, the most truth is uh, I shit the bed is I shit the bed this is a shit this is a little poo poo <laughs> in the bed um, and so I agree with you Mike with that the tr- crescendos were all the best parts of the album and and vociferous which was good even though it was vicarious vicarious. <laughs> Another, another, that definitely is a tool song on the new album. Um, and so if we think about, okay, like 30 seconds of crescendo in each song, how many songs on the album? Uh, 11. Okay, so like, you know, five and a half minutes, if we're being generous, out of 75 minutes? <laughs> yes. Okay, so will you do the math for me, please? Um, well, I was counting all of the first two songs, to be fair. <laughs> um, but, uh... I, I, I wanted I wanted this to feel like I'm doing so math that's because that's point, what Tool wants us to be doing to understand their music. So so five point yeah. five out of seventy five. Yeah, and you know what? Okay, how long how long was um was uh, Vicarious? 
Like nine minutes? Add nine. So 5.5 plus nine. 14.5 out 14. of... 14.5 out of 75. 25. 20%. Okay, so yeah. that's a negative four out no, of five. No, that's point twenty percent That's what I'm saying. So it's a negative four out of five. They okay. got 20% credit. Okay. <laughs> so it's a negative four out of five, right, and I did fair. the math. That's fair. Right, you did the math. <laughs> wow, you did, you did. <laughs> I justified it by being intelligent. Because oh, wow. I understand and see how the pieces oh, fit, Jesus, and I don't Jesus, own a TV. Jesus, um, all right. This has been fun. It's been bad. It's been great. We want to say thank you to our incredible guest, Jenner Barrington Ward, for oh, being on the show with us so today. You're so welcome. so fun. And um, where can we find your music and uh, uh, stuff about Radio Coma? Uh, yes. Yeah. Crush Velvet Live on Instagram. Awesome. And Radio Coma will be radiocoma.com. And it's Radio Coma on Instagram and Radio Coma on Facebook. And the um, Coalition of Modern Artists is at... Yeah, I mean, it's comacentral.com, comacentral. I do everything, so... <laughs> I That's awesome. Go. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, thank you, listeners, for listening. Uh, we are part of uh, Pantheon Podcast, and we are so grateful to them. Thank you uh, to Pantheon for supporting us and uh, to everybody for listening to us. You can find us, uh, you know, wherever you get your podcasts, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever else. Uh, you can come... Listen, you can listen to all the episodes of our show on Make It podcast.com um, and you can email us at make it stop podcast at gmail.com or uh, you know find us on Twitter or Facebook on Instagram uh, at make it stop cast and tool fans if you listen this far please and you just you're just about to drop that I'm one sorry. star review I fucking warned you at the top of the show to turn it <laughs> off I told you we were gonna say mean things about tool it's a fair warning and if you give us a one star review over this we're gonna be like, pissed that, I'm gonna be pissed I fucking told you like <laughs> I broke it down for you. You didn't have to listen. And no. don't come on my Instagram with that shit either. No, so. no, please no. Please no. Keep it to yourself. Christ. All right. So, uh, And you know what? Just listen to the Miley Cyrus episode. If you love Tool, you'll probably love hearing us hating on Miley Cyrus. We shit on a lot of other things yeah. that you hate. All right. So go listen to that episode. And, the and enemy then, of my enemy is my friend, right? Exactly. Mm. Right? And if you love Miley Cyrus, listen to this episode you just listened to. <laughs> <laughs> Get, they drop us a five-star rating for that. All right. Thanks, Tubbies. <laughs> Bye. Bye. The Make It Stop podcast is recorded at the Boston Free Radio podcast studio located at Somerville Media Center in Union Square in Somerville. It is produced and edited by Heather McCormick. And the music that we use for our show has been produced by Patrick Ahern. Thanks for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett. 
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 